Welcome to On The Roadcast, Snacks, Trucks, and Rock and Roll. We host a podcast about touring life and life on tour. <laughs> I can make this the quickest one you ever had. It fucking sucks. Don't do it. Get a real job. This podcast is sponsored by SAE Institute Vienna. Are you into games, movies, music, marketing, or programming? So are we. That's why we understand, support, and help you. So you can turn your passion into a profession. Choose your study field, discover a hands-on study concept, and start your dream of a career in the media industry. Go to www.sae.edu. We're back again, back in our second living room, Arena Vienna. And today we've got George Fisher from Cannibal Fucking Corpse with us. I am super stoked. Connie is super stoked. <laughs> and George is... Happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, George, thank you for being here with us. I had the pleasure of being on tour with you guys for two weeks doing merchandise for you. It was amazing. I felt awful going back home to Austria. Um, I loved being with you. It was great for me. How's tour been for you so far? Too long. Other than that, it's been great. I mean, all the bands are great and all the people are, are good. You know, that's really what makes it all easier being away from home. But, you know, um, it's long tour. Uh, we're almost done now. We're almost at three weeks. So, yeah, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. I want to go home. No. <laughs> How long is the tour? Well, This one. seven weeks total. Mm -hmm. It will never happen again. I don't want to go too far into things, but, you know, my anger is well documented by certain people. Yeah. About seven fucking weeks. Well, I think we all were, but uh, not happy with seven weeks. But look, we're here. We're almost done. Um, you know, Storm Ruler and uh, and Ingested. And, of course, our funeral we've, we've toured multiple times with. They're all, it's all, they've all been great. You know, all the crew and everyone's great. So we're having a good time, you know, despite, you know, that it, we're just gone a little bit longer than we would like to be. Mm. But, mm. Uh, you know, family. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, this is kind of like the extended family. So it's, mm. you know, it, you got to make do with what, you know, you have um, as far as like knowing that, you know, we knew it was going to be seven weeks. We knew it was going to suck. Once you get a couple weeks in, you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, because think about it. Two weeks in. A normal tour we would do was four or five weeks. We would have two weeks left, three weeks left. We'd be about coming home. Not now. Not now. Mm. How do you deal with the whole, I know you have two kids at home and a wife that you very much love and miss. I'm guessing you talk to them on the phone. Every day. How do you deal with the time differences? Do you have to like, are you sitting down every day? Like, okay, how many hours is it today? When do I call? When are the kids home from school? When do, how do you? Yeah, I usually that. know what time she's, you know, like getting off of work. Then she goes and picks the kids up from school. So it's all, we have it all kind of planned out. But then there's anomalies in there. You know, if she has to go somewhere, do something else. I just message her. And then if she doesn't respond, I just tell her, hey, you know, message me when you can. And then she'll respond. And then that's that, you know, I mean, nothing else. I've been trying. I haven't really done it as much as I should, but I've been trying to get out walk around my oldest daughter likes architecture so any buildings or anything i could take a picture of she's like happy it doesn't matter what it is like i took a picture of that silo over there oh yeah no one here no one who listens to this can see but um <laughs> but i took a picture of that and she'll be just like wow you know just because mm -hmm. i'm like it's a silo but that's what she's into um so i uh 
you know, I just try to occupy my time with all this. And of course I, I, you know, we work it out when we can talk. Usually it's later at night and that's the bad thing is like, if I would get myself on the right schedule, I could get up earlier to, you know, mm. to go take pictures of things, but it's a balancing act. There's a lot of moving parts on tour. So, Is there anything that you usually bring home for the family and the kids? Like candy. Candy? Oh, chocolate. Yeah. I just, yeah, I bought some stuff for my oldest, I mean, youngest last night at a truck stop. Um, You know, they're not really, they're, they're older now, so toys don't really matter. Um, But I know. get the candy thing. Like, oh, yeah. I'm I mean, happy you know, when someone brings me candy. So. Yeah, you know, I'll bring some candies home. Yeah, it depends. If I just, I know what they're, what they like. So if I see something, you know, I'll get it for them. Is it like more chocolatey or? More pretty much chocolate. And that's yeah. the thing is you got to hope that the bus doesn't take a shit and, You got to leave and then you forget your chocolate in the fucking bus and then it fucking melts because that would, you know, that's a, that's a real bar and that's happening. We can before. give you some of those. Those are like Austrian. Um, they're called oh, yeah. Well, my mother would love those. Everyone my mother, the wafers, them. that's my mom's we'll jam. Oh, yeah. yes. We'll, we'll get some here for you because usually the U.S. Yeah. people really love them. Also, they're vegan. Some people are vegan. Yeah. So everyone can snack them, whatever kind of nutrition they usually have. And everyone loves them. We'll give you some of them for can you. Can you love those yeah. a lot? Thank you. Um, I mean, like... <coughs> Sorry, <coughs> but my um, yeah, my mother loves the wafers. Uh, my daughter loves chocolate. Both of them, well, yeah. Does like it just sport? I remember going to the grocery store with you. Yeah, and you bought the yeah, I bought the one. Yeah, I bought yeah, the one thing. They're like, they're like, no, but no. <laughs> um, they're like the one things I bought were those uh, uh, Haribo, the the, Haribo the French stuff. fry ones. Ah, yeah, the sour, the sour ones. Because yeah, yeah. there's a thing in the U.S. they have they call it sour sketty, so it's supposed to be spaghetti. Uh -huh. And my my youngest takes that to school, and her and her friends in her theater class they 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 eat that stuff. So the ones that I bought that were more like French fries, that's kind of the same thing. I think that right. I think it is pretty much probably going to be the same thing because it's the same company, Haribo, you know. Right. So uh, yeah, I got her some of those. Um, I can't remember everything I got, but see. I know what I'm going to do this time as opposed to what I normally have done. Normally I have my backpack with all like toiletries and things, but it's like, I don't need that when I'm flying home. If for some reason they take anything out of my bag, that's fine. I'm going to put all my, all the candy and stuff I buy in my backpack. So it's constantly with me mm. and that way shit won't get broken or, right. or busted up or, you know, I can. Or stolen I, from the security. Yeah, guys. whatever, yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I never really, Sweet you know, tea. had a problem with that knock on wood. But except um, one time in South America, I had an immortal hoodie that uh, the drummer Horg gave me. And recently oh. we had an incident. Do you yeah, remember? Yeah, well, someone stole that out of my bag. And then, yeah, someone stole my Corpse Grinder shirt, my solo band shirt. That was Out of our dressing room. In Zurich. Yeah, in Zurich. But What kind of my phone was under it. So basically I had my, because the bus had an issue. They had, the bus had to go away. So... I didn't go back to the bus. Instead, I kept my stuff in the room, norm in, in the in the in the dressing room. Normally, I would have went back to the bus because it was there in plenty of time. I could have done it. I just got lazy and I walked around too. That's that's really what happened. And I had my these pants sitting here. I had my my phone and then my shirt. So they only wanted that shirt. Nothing else in the room was gone. There were computers in there, laptops, everything. everything. They money, saw me wearing because I was walking around with the shirt on. They saw it and wanted it, and 
That's Obrigado. so fucked up. Like they're obviously like a fan or something of yours yeah. and of so your music. So the way the way to get Why to the, the hearts of, of the people you say you love, steal their shit. That's exactly so what happened. To I think I'm going to go steal George's shirt, and he'll love me even more. That's exactly what I what I was wondering about in Shpaya when we had the show and I was doing merchandise and some douchebag tried to steal some shirts and I chased him down into the crowd. I was like, what the fuck, man? You're going to a show, you're paying for a ticket of a band that you probably really like because otherwise mm -hmm. you wouldn't go to the show. And then you try to steal from them from one of the only things they can still make proper money off. Which is that what you do? Yeah. So I, I really... Yeah. I really despise people like that. I don't, I don't get the like thieves. It's a dishonest practice. But, I mean, the only thing I could say is it wasn't some ultra rare shirt. Kings Road makes that shirt. And, you know, by the way, you can buy it on Kings Road. Oh, King, um, head, uh, head to shout King out to Kings Road. But it's just the point, especially it, because, you, you know, people don't realize a clean shirt on tour is a fucking commodity. I mean, it is like, you know, You want as many as you can have. And I just, I just, you know, um, changed into that shirt. It was clean. Yeah. So clean I can get another one. Scarcity yeah, it, on tour. <laughs> yeah, it's a commodity, man. It's something you, you, you know, when you got one, you're just like, man. So whatever. It's, also, it's just annoying. You just know that wherever you go, you don't have privacy like 100% privacy you always know that there's people there's strangers and every time something like that happens it makes you a little it makes you feel more weird. worried about yeah. and it makes you a little it, it makes you feel a little bit more uncomfortable yeah. in every backstage you go to so that's yeah. why i don't Whoever leave stuff stole in the backstage. That shirt, and if it's a fan and the person is listening to this fuck you yeah. <laughs> you're not a fuck fan you very much yeah you're that's welcome <laughs> have my shirt i hope it doesn't fit you <laughs> I, no but you know look I mean, I, I rarely leave anything in the backstage. And, and not just for that reason. I just, I like when we're done, I go right to the bus, I get changed, I sit down, you know, um, whatever it is, if I'm going to eat or if I'm going to have some drinks, turn on the, the Beats pill and, you know, put Listen on some, to the music that I want to know what it is. Yeah, um, <laughs> put on the Beats pill. So that's why I don't like leave anything in the backstage. Sometimes I forget and I come to the stage with my phone and I give it to our uh, guitar tech baby face and he'll hold on to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I now see it's funny because I, I told my wife that someone saw a shirt and she was like really mad because my phone was there and she's like, they could took your phone. And I'm like, well, they could have. They didn't. So it's a moot point. But, um, you know, she's just, you know, She was like more angry than I was. I'm like, it's not like some, you know, fucking, you know, Mormon angel alters a maddest 1989 tour shirt that I had forever that I love, you know, which I wouldn't bring on tour anyway. I was going to say, don't bring it I would it never tour. bring it on tour, but you know what I'm saying? If it was something I really, you know, if it was another band that, you know, we know or whatever that gave me a shirt, I'd be more angry. Or because, your Trevor shirt. Yes. If, yeah, that would have been, well, that would have pissed me be off because, well, yeah, because because I wear the shirt for Trevor, you know what I mean, every night. And it's my and it's my mm -hmm. stage shirt. And that means that now I have that shirt, which which Johnny Knobs, our tour manager extraordinaire, and, and sound man, um, <laughs> washed my stage clothes for me the other, uh, yesterday. So they're clean, mostly. Um, <laughs> but my, my, my Trevor, you know, memorial shirt for Trevor, um, if that would have been stolen, then I would have had to wear another shirt, which would have mean that's two, you know, 
Yeah. So I lose a shirt, then I lose another shirt that, that I could be wearing that's clean because I have to replace it. And I don't want to replace that shirt. I want to wear that shirt, you know, every show on this tour for Trevor. You know what I mean? So that would really suck. But, you know, um, but I was on stage with it. That's when they stole the shirt. So yeah. you're not stealing so it off my back. You're not stealing it off my back. So it was fucked up because I was in the in the green room for most of the time, even when you guys were, and Kenny was there too, and we were gone for like 20 minutes. And I'm just going to say Someone has been waiting for I'm, this. Yes, they they picked their the proper time. They watched, they waited. And that's oh, why geez. I know, I obviously know one thing. It wasn't anybody that's on the tour. There's just yeah. no way. I mm. you know I trust everybody here. Um, there were some, some friends and stuff that were around that, that I don't know, um, but I really think it was someone... I, I I feel bad even saying this because you know the club was great to us whatever but it I had to be somebody it was local that was there that could just walk all around wherever they wanted to go or somebody that was taken backstage yeah that well that's another thing but see they would have had here's the thing if you're backstage with with like you know somebody one of the other bands you're with them you're hanging out with them you're their friend you're sitting down you're having right. drinks or you're talking whatever you're not able to just walk around yeah, and, by yourself. And, and and go look, look over here nobody look over somebody here. says i'm going to the restroom for scope a minute, every yeah but sure but i mean i'm saying you but see even then they could have popped in our room and you could have been sitting there like hey well, who are you right right you had it had to be someone who was scoping the whole situation out that could just stand around and get away with just standing around without anybody around right. them because if I'm a guest of somebody and I'm just standing there like outside of some band's room and no one's escorting me, mm. that doesn't that doesn't fly. It had to be someone who I this is just what I think that was there and working there that, that can just go wherever they want in the club at all times, and that's not like somebody's f friend. Yeah. It could still have been somebody's friend. You got some fucking you know you got some fucking cojones if you fucking just you know they just I mean they could have opened the door and you could have been in there. Yeah. At any time, but that's why I think that it was someone Easy who answers. was scoping it out. They knew you weren't there. They knew no one else was around, and they were just probably like, and it was right there. It was I mean, right you literally there. open the door and just yoink, and then you're out. I Two steps, the grab riddle. the shirt. Oh. I want to solve the riddle. Who stole yeah, your corpse grinder shirt? I mean, Zurich, I'm going to find out. You know, Alex, has had, Alex has had it? some stuff stolen. Like, I remember somebody stole his, one of his, his defleshed shirt. Um, I don't remember exactly where it was at, but... It's it's just it's fucked up. It's like come on, you know, you know you're you know most people are stealing it because you know they know it's somebody in the band's shirt and they want um you know something from the band. Right. Come up to us with a piece of paper and ask us to sign something. Yeah, it's You've way been easier. Signing stuff almost every night. You're the nicest person. I, I've been on stage, on stage throwing all the set lists things. out. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean. It, so George, this is a really. Bad mood we're in right now. We're angry. You're angry. Oh, I'm, <laughs> not. I'm not. I'm really not. Like, like, look, the whole shirt thing, I'm just this. like, whatever. Like I said, again, just to lay it to rest. Yeah. It so was I'm a Corpse Grinder shirt. I can get 10 more of them, you know, but it's it's just the point that, that someone stole something. Mm -hmm. And luckily, like, you know, my wife said, it wasn't, you know, my phone, which yeah. I would be home right now. Definitely. I would have been like, screw this. I need my phone. I have to have my phone. I have to have the lifeline to home or I don't even know how the hell we toured back in the day when there weren't cell phones because we were. I remember we used to go to, I knew I could tell Smoke you where signs. all, I could tell you where all the, <laughs> all the, the pay phones were around, you know, no. the certain clubs. How long clubs have you, have you, been. have you done this, Ben? How long? For a very, very long time. In, in Cannibal? Yeah. Almost 29 years. They've Damn. been in Ace Ventura. Nice. That was before. Movie. That was before me, though. So that but tells you how long ago it was. It was yeah, it was super long it wasn't ago. That far away. 
In Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura what? goes to a metal show. Uh oh. <laughs> it's cannibal course. Uh oh. New Pokemon. <gasps> you should have to you catch it catch real it. quick. No, 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 it's all good. I love that you play Pokemon Go. It's all we, good. We used to tour with a band that just split up, unfortunately, but yeah. we had this one band member who was like, at some point, he brought multiple phones on tour just because oh, of wow, the Pokemon. Oh, yeah, wow. I'm, I'm not that crazy, <laughs> but. And he I'm still not, plays it. <laughs> I'm not that, that hardcore, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 and I haven't played it as much as I should, but. Um, <laughs> as you like, should. Like, we went to Disney Paris, and I was so oh, pissed yeah. because. At myself now, who's calling me? Just people go away. Um, I and I was mad because I didn't open my phone up. Well, I had my phone, I was taking pictures for, for the wife because Disney is her place. Um, and I did not open up Pokemon Go the whole time because I want to spin the Pokestops. Because then, when you send the, the gifts to your friends, it shows where you've been. And you know, that's, but, that's oh, I have well. no idea how it works, but oh, well. I've had it for like one day back when it was famous for like one day. Yeah, I never but had it. Kudos to sticking to it. <laughs> well, I haven't been playing it as long as, as it's been out. My daughter was my oldest was playing it, <laughs> and then hold on, yeah, put this down. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, yeah, take a sip of water. There's no actually, such that's thing. one thing I've been meaning to ask you because your voice must be seven weeks of touring and you have a pretty interesting way of, uh, what do you call it? Singing? No, screaming. Screaming, singing, yeah. growling. It's growling. When people ask me, what do you do in the band? I'm like, I'm the vocalist. So and they're like, vocalist, you're a singer. I'm like, well, I wouldn't say I'm the singer because I don't sing. <laughs> But you oh, warm it up. <laughs> like it's because we've talked to I other just go on stage bands and, like that. And sing. Really? Well, okay. When we go on stage, We'll all walk on, and then uh, Eric will, you know, hit a note, Rob and Alex, and we're just sitting there, and, and maybe they're tuning or something. I don't know. And as soon as, he, uh, as soon as everyone has got a note hit, I'll just do a couple of growls, and I'll turn to the crowd, and then we go. Really? Yeah. No, there's no warming this. Like, so listen to it. Listen, it sounds right now crazy. like I've been chewing glass for, like, you know, three weeks. We've talked to singers. We've had them on the podcast, singing metal bands, and there's some guys out here that do it. You know, they they, they have warm ups. Yeah, and stuff. An hour they're like, yeah, up. we gotta make this yeah, real no quick way. because I need at least an hour to warm up before every show. That's what we've heard from others. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, wow. I, look, That's... I'm not gonna tell anybody. <coughs> sorry, that they're wrong. That they're wrong or right for everyone. Sometimes warming up is almost like a, a just a ritual. You just it's a habit. You do it every day, and, and it becomes like. You know yeah. what it is. Um, th trust me, there's a lot of micro habits that I do on stage that nobody knows about while we're playing that I have to do them or the show is fucking gone for me. What do you, can you give an example? Or is it just for yourself? There's like things I'll, I mean, it sounds ridiculous, right? When, when I turn around after I do little growls, I'll click my feet four times. Really? Oh, that's one, cute. two, one, two, you know, yeah, two, you know, two this side, two that side. And you've been doing this for 29 years. Oh, not, no, no, but some habits, 20. you know, go and <laughs> some habits come and go, but you know, that one I've, I've been doing a lot, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, there's, there's other ones too, but they're just too, you know, stupid that just, I, but I love I, that you but do I, that. there's no explaining them because people will be like, no, it's rituals, like stuff that you do in the morning, like getting coffee or doing yoga. Yeah, no, I mean, there's stage, stage rituals. That's, You're right. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's. To get you grounded. Those things that just get me, you know, okay, everything's fine and it's going to be good, you know, because it's too easy to get distracted sometimes when you're, mm. 
when you're singing, you know, you start, you lock in on certain fans who are going exceptionally, you know, uh, crazier, I guess <laughs> that's proper English, whatever. They're just going crazier than the normal, you know, person. You know, there's some people, like I look up like, dude, my man has been headbanging crazier than anybody the whole time. Or you'll see somebody else, you know, somebody filming, you know, just different things, you know. I mean, and I would, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. Sometimes you can get distracted by things that, um, yeah, little. Um, yeah, you, of course. Well, put it this way. When we play, um, we play, um, there's a song we play, Strip Rape and Strangled. And, and, you know, it's a fun song. <laughs> All of It's them a very are. positive All lyric song. <laughs> but when we play that and there's a line that says, she was so beautiful, I had to kill her. And sometimes there's a girl in front row, I'll just look at them. And they love it because this girl was singing all the lyrics yesterday. And as soon as I did it, she pulled her shirt up. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> well, and she had a bra on, you know what I mean? But she just, I was like, well, okay. It's very distracting. It's just like, okay, you know. You're like, focus. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow, she's really into it. I mean, geez. You know. But then, so, then there's some people threw some stuffed animals on stage yesterday, and I was t took a picture, and then there's another guy who was in front of me the whole time, and he was really headbanging pretty hard, and he's like this. Because oh. my because I took a picture, our, our drum tech, Chris, took a picture of me here in the middle of stage and one of the crowd that you know, do the metal sign, but that dude was unfortunately behind me, so he peeked out around like this, <laughs> and it's like, that's, you know. That's awesome. He was next to the he was. <laughs> next to or a couple people over from the girl who it was so funny I just I just looked at her she was singing the lyrics you know so I was like alright I'll sing this line to her because she'll she'll dig that and she and when she, she started jumping up down and she was like flashing yeah. Just pulled, yeah but she didn't flash me really she just pulled her shirt up like yeah just we had a bra on but it's just funny I was like I don't remember that ever anything like that I've seen, look there have been girls who flash boobs all there's got there's there's shows where guys are like you know, people start chanting like, you know, show your titties to me. Is it to you? I'm like, no, you don't want to see them. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, there's, there, I'm, I'm assuming but there's it a lot of shirtless yeah. guys anyway. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. What's you know a woman to I mean? so, man ratio in, in your crowd? More, more men. More, more oh, yeah, it's definitely more men. Good for us. Like, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, but I definitely, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's, of course, girls' shows. And, and again, I, I just thought it was funny just because she was ex <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, it was like, Okay, I mean, I, I guess I struck a nerve or not a nerve, but you know, just <laughs> made her day because I sang the song and she was like, "Yeah, <laughs> just like uh, fucked with a knife." Does well, yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah. freaking out. All the girls freak out for that one. Also, well, I noticed at merch that the girls usually are into the more brutal designs, buying the brutal designs, and the guys are like, "I'll take this one." And the one with the like, hearts. Well, I want the one with the blood and the knives <laughs> and the dead. People on it. I'm like, oh, we used to sell um, G strings. What? That, that fucked with a knife. I do have a cheese. I yeah. do have a cannibal corpse. We had to fuck with a knife G strings. Yeah. <laughs> I think I do have that one. I mean, look, listen, first off, just so we're clear about this, you know, yesterday we couldn't play certain songs um, because of just, you know, yeah, some censorship issues. But we could play fucked with a knife. Now, I shouldn't, I probably <laughs> shouldn't even say this because they're, they're listening. So they're probably like, oh, now we got to get that song. So but you know, I mean, it, look, I send it out to all the women, and I know that there are people who just think this guy's crazy. It's like, no, the, the, all the all the girls there, they understand what it is. Yeah, it's a messed up song, like you know, when it comes to the lyrical content and whatnot. But it's about horror movie stuff. That's all we're singing about is we're not glorifying anything. 
Okay, if if you think that we're bad, then you then you need to go look at all these horror movies and all this crazy stuff happens, exactly. um, and get rid of them too. And then you you know then we just it starts getting crazy and ridiculous. So is there a lot of restrictions? Out. What's that? Is there a lot of like songs that you can play here um, or somewhere in the U.S.? Can you play Germany. all of them? Well, yeah, if, if, if they told Germany, do whatever they were, the in the U.S., want. if they told us don't play the songs, we would play them. And then when they came <laughs> after us, okay. there would be some lawyers involved. There will be, it'd be different than here. It's Germany. It's their country. They can tell okay. us what to play and what not to play. And we're going to, we're going to comply because we don't want to be fined or anything like that. You know, um, I just, I just find it ridiculous. Um, so I, I, to- I think that they think that maybe we're corrupting the minds of children. It's like, really? <laughs> Or teenagers, you know, I guess. It's just, it, it makes no sense. So you but, have to change your set list every night? Basically um, in no, Europe, no, no, or no, no, no. Just just yesterday, we had to, we couldn't play certain songs. Today? Or I couldn't sing them. That's what it was. We could play music, but we couldn't Instrument sing the lyrics. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. you're screaming. Yeah. <laughs> also, some t-shirt designs are banned. And I had oh. some people ask yeah. me in Germany, do you have the illegal stuff like to sell under the table? And I was like... You know, no. we're not going to ever do any of that. You know, it's just, we're, it's we're not going to take risks. This yeah. is our job. This is w- w- how we, you know, provide for our families. You know, these these people just, they think that, you know, they must think that we have millions of dollars in the bank. It's like, man, if I have millions of dollars, do you think I would be out here for seven weeks? Right. No. Seven weeks um, is too It would have been like, you know, no, we don't need to go out seven I mean, we didn't need to go out seven weeks anyway, and I'm not trying to harp on the whole thing. But, but if we had, you know, the money that I think some of these people must think we have, you know, we would do things differently. Um, but it sucks as far as the censorship thing because the kids want to see certain songs and they want to see me singing the songs and and they pay, pay the money and then we can't do it. And it's like we're just not going to risk getting fined a bunch of money and, sure. and basically coming home with nothing because just to play a couple songs. But the kids are the one, you know, the fans are the ones who are getting the shaft really. Yeah. Um, and the people who are just sitting back, you know, doing what it seems like all politicians do, just, you know, nothing that makes any sense to really help anybody. Um, it's true. Uh, you know, they're just sitting on their laurels and, you know, on their asses. And, and the kids go to the shows and the kids pay, you know, pretty good money, you know, and don't get to see everything they want to see. Now, look, they're not always going to see every song they want to see because there's we're going to pick songs. That's in every set of every but band. But there's a few, sure. there, there's a couple of songs that, you know, yesterday, Hammer Smash Face, you know, I can't sing it. So it's like... Oh, you couldn't sing that either? No, no. That's fucked up. So it's like... I mean, look, if we can play the songs and we don't sing the lyrics, then it's better than nothing. You're getting at least half of, you know... But you can play them and not sing the lyrics? Is that like a... Because the lyrics is yeah, the Yeah, it's the problem. lyrics is the problem. So yeah. if you don't sing the lyrics, you could play the song and just have maybe the people yeah. sing it back to you, but you don't sing it. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like, stupid, it's, it's funny because I was talking to my wife about it. She's like, well, couldn't you just stay on stage and headbang? And I'm like, I'm not going to headbang for four straight minutes. <laughs> it's bad. Listen, if, you, if like when we play uh, I Come Blood, um, that's probably the beginning of that is probably 35 seconds or something. And I'm just fucking headbanging as fast as I can. So yeah, four minutes, no. Question about the head banging, because you do head bang a lot. You said you don't warm up the voice. Okay, do you warm up your shoulders or shit? Because if I would do that for (laughs) four minutes straight or for whatever, two minutes, one minute, 30 seconds even, I would like have to lie down for two days straight afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) How do you do that? I've never had, you know, neck problems or anything. That's muscle that you have. Yeah, I mean, I never had, and I've never had any, like, I've, I've had, like, maybe a pinched nerve, like, in my shoulder or something from sleeping wrong. 
Um, but as far <laughs> not from no, I'm yeah, I, not not that I know of. I've never had any real neck <laughs> issues where where I had pain in my neck, which would be from headbanging. You know? How do I have so much pain in my neck all the time and I don't even headbang? I, I just I, I just it. been doing it for so damn long now. It's just like I mean, I, I was headbanging all the when I was in when when I was in my teens. I would go to all the shows and I was headbanging. So um, obviously, I've developed it into more of a craft now than back then. It is a craft. It is a craft, right? When you see him on stage, it's it pretty is much excited for tonight. It's actually. pretty much what you know. Um, it's pretty much half of my show is me headbanging. I once headbanged a whole set of a Cradle of Filth show in Bratislava, and the next day I had a whiplash syndrome. I couldn't move my head. I was so drunk I had to hold on to my neighbor. I didn't know, and I was power standing, and I was just headbanging for the whole set. And the next day I was like, oh my God, I can't move my head anymore. So I'm not skilled. Yeah, I, I mean, you have to teach us proper yeah. headbanging without. I, I feel like weird, people would pay good bang, money for that. It's counterclockwise. It's not even clockwise. I don't go. I it's don't always go. the same direction. Yes. Always counterclockwise. Yeah. I think I well, do clockwise. Well, there's also some headbangs where it's just up and down, like going with the accents of the you know the symbols, bam, bam, you know stuff like that. But mostly, yeah, it's all this. Actually, I I feel like if you would ever have to. Maybe let's say have to take another break from touring because COVID shit is happening or whatever. You could Don't do like it. online head banging Classes. lessons. You're doing it wrong. Slow. People I would know because everybody's body. That. Yeah, everybody's body is different, and I would not want anyone to start following what I do and then be like, you know, yeah, thinking that I caused them some pain or something and try to get some money out of me. You, you would get the cure of practice. Some good, some good clients, some good clientele with that. And then you could have probably, a I probably would, but then then Physio. then everyone starts headbanging again, and I don't have the market cornered, and that wouldn't be oh. good. <laughs> yeah. You know, I gotta have the I have the market must be cornered. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not saying people shouldn't come to the show and bang your heads. You can try Just to don't do try to keep up with me. <laughs> try to keep up with me. You will fail <laughs> miserably. Miserably. If that would be like an you Olympic try. discipline, George would be the, you'd be be the world beaten. champion. Yep. <laughs> George, do you have any <clears throat> funny or fu I'm sure you have funny and fucked up tour stories because you've been on the road for so long. I want to hear one if you would uh, gift that to us. I don't know. Better good. I, mean, I know, well, I know so that there are some, but I, I don't. I, I can't think of any right now off the top of my head. You know. The thing is, you always remember the bad stuff. You always only remember <laughs> well, the bad stuff. I mean, look, there's, you know, there's been, you know, we've sat at borders for extended periods of time and we went through that, you know, on a, I think on one of our DVDs, um, you know, we've had, again, shows canceled. We've had, we can't play this song. You can't play that song, but you can Oops play this song. stories are always very, uh, but oh, I don't know about any of them just because yeah, that's just, yeah, but I mean, well, you know, there's one, but I, I, I'm not really, <laughs> not going to talk about it. If you ever do an interview with my man Pete Robertson, he'll tell you. Oh, yeah. Pete Robertson. Yeah, no. Pete Robertson, the I man. I know Pete. You know Pete, yeah. Yeah, why do I Pete's, know Pete? Pete's the uh, best. Van Fest, Dropkick. Oh, Dropkick, front of house. Yeah, I know. Pete Robertson. Pete is the awesome. best. He's, and we were actually talking about yeah, getting him on the podcast. Actually, I, I yeah. believe that maybe this story is in Nurgle's book, I think, because we were on tour with Behemoth. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll yeah, ask I mean, I Pete about that it, one. Basically, it involves me and it involves... Yeah. <laughs> Some other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. But look, okay, who cares? 
basically, <laughs> basically, I, I, there's some times where I, I don't go to sleep when I should be going to sleep, and I'll stay up a little bit later. And I was sitting, you know, in in the back of the bus, headphones on, listening to music, and just drinking beers and whiskey. And we had parked, and um, I don't know, it was probably nine in the morning, ten in the morning, and Pete Robertson comes in the back. And he just always would call me Fisher. He would never call me, you know, never George. Fisher, Fisher, go to bed. You know, and I was like, oh, what's up, Pete? I am after this beer. I'm going to bed. He's like, go to bed. I was like, all right. And then he tried to leave. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on. And I just ripped the fart. And he was like, oh, that sounded wet. And I was like, you know, I was like, ha ha. And then he went out front. He went outside the bus. And then I was like, oh, man. It was wet. Oh, it was way wet. And I was like, I can't. I went and grabbed some clothes. And I was like, Pete. And Pete was like, no. And I was like, yes. And he's like, I don't even know if the club is open. I'm like, dude, Pete, you got to help me, man. So he went to the club and it was open and whatever. And I was able, I remember I was showering, if I remember correctly. And That's one of the people that worked at the club was like, one of the people that worked at the club was like, George, George. And I was like, what? And I'm just sitting there butt naked showering with the oh. curtain open, you know, like this. And he's, he's like, I'll shut the curtain for it. I was like, oh, thank you, you know, because I was, I was fucking drunk, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, uh, we and then that. that night, and then that night after the show, like all day, you know, of course, Pete tells everybody the story <laughs> and tells all the guys in the band. So they looked for a song and they found the song. So when usually show's over, unless I stay on the stage and throw the set list out and picks and whatever, or, you know, whatever, if I just stay on the stage, if I just, usually I'd normally just take off and go, you know, to the bus. And they were like, no, stay on the stage, man. Pete's got this, you know, after, you know, after the show song that he wants to play. And so I'm on the stage and everybody in the band is still on the stage. And I'm like, I know it's coming. I just, I didn't know exactly what was coming, but I knew something was coming. And it's, I just shit my pants. Yeah. I just shit my pants. And I was like, you motherfuckers. And everybody laughed. Yay. Good time. Har, har. And there you go. So there's a shit story right there. I love it. It wasn't even shit. It was just liquid. It was just like probably just, you know, the whiskey, a whiskey oh, diarrhea, whiskey, basically. Whiskey real. Pretty much. I mean, that, it was, there was not solid in that at all. Uh, and I had to throw my, the pants out and everything. I was like, man, luckily I bring two pairs of stage pants. <laughs> yeah. It was, Maybe it you was have rough. to steal that idea from Pete and play a poop song for someone someday. It was rough. I just remember Robertson. I just remember going, dude, fish, that sounded wet. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like ha ha. And he said, I'll see you later. He said, go to bed. You know, I was like, okay. And then I got up like, oh. Oh, no, I'm sticking to the seat. No. <laughs> and yeah. I think you know, it's I just remember as soon as I walked out with, 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 with I, I, I always bring a towel with me anyway from home. I had a towel. I had clothes. And I was like, Pete. He's like, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh. So he hooked Whip me up. He got, he got me, he got me to, to the shower and yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, a good one. I think at some point we would have to that's do a top three of poop yeah. stories of uh, on the roadcast. You know what? That's how your uh, the knock people on wood. I've never shit yeah. myself on stage. <laughs> that has never happened. There's right. been a couple of times where I, like I'm like, oh whoa, oh like shit. you know. But that's there's been a couple of times too where people come up to me and go, hey man, did you fucking fart that last song? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> and they're like the whole stage smells. That could be me. That makes, dude, that, look, the shit thing, that doesn't make me happy. It made me sad. But if I <laughs> fart on stage and any, and if, if Eric would come up to me and go, hey, man, dude, you, I'd be like, 
Mm-hmm. And if you smelled it, that makes knot. me happy. That's power. <laughs> Honestly, that's, territory. it's hard for me to tour with people who don't think farting is funny. It's funny. It funny. It's so funny. And then it's you're in tour with smells. different people, You maybe just for a couple of days or a couple of weeks. And you just have to hold back so badly because they're not used not to that kind of humor. Back. I hate it. I was it. on a bus day two and I farted. But you're, well, there's like, you're farting people. Like you celebrate well, but, it. But here's the thing though. Like, <clears throat> um, you know, we have the bunk area where everybody's sleeping. And for the longest time, um, especially me, I, I'm, I'm, I'll stay up later than anybody else. And I'll go to bed and obviously go to bed later. And so during the day, they're all doing you know, their business, whatever, and go, coming back and forth to the bus, whatever. Um, and I'm sleeping in the bunk. And they would just call the, the bunk area the chamber of farts. <laughs> The chamber of because farts. when you'd open, I mean, dude, and I've been waking a few times. I'm like, oh, oh, it's man. fucked up. And I'm just in my bunk. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And the fun thing is that you don't smell in your sleep, so your farts yeah, your are sleep. powerful but enough to wake well, people up. I'll tell you this now. Kudos. Like, I sleep with my bunk curtain closed. Um, Who doesn't? Well, not in, in Europe. I, I don't as much because, like you know, sometimes the bunk air is. You know, the way they have the, the vents blow right into your mouth, dry your throat out, that's not good for me. That's horrible. So yeah, I want the, the outside air. And there will be times where my ass is facing the hallway. <laughs> and if, if, But if I have the bunk curtain closed, I've sometimes farted and be like, oh. You have to open it. <laughs> and I just it, wave yeah. it, you know, <laughs> and then I'll hear somebody else and go, oh. <laughs> or more importantly, you hear people go, no, you got little sprays with them. <laughs> so they spray some, some spray. I can't even blame anyone because you go, you know, you have, you're at home and you eat the same stuff that you eat all the time. You have your diet and you go somewhere and you suddenly eat stuff that your oh, digestive yeah. system doesn't know. And of course it's going to be kind of. Or it already knows. You know, and it's up. like, wow, thank you. You're back. Uh-huh. Because like I, I, I was, well, especially years ago when I was really known for being a stink ass. Um, <laughs> I would be eating Slim Jims and, oh. and truck stop burgers. And the I'll best. tell you, they give you the worst, mixed with, with beer and stuff, the worst farts you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, they're, they're like the worst. They're, they're the worst farts. But, you know, I mean, look, you know, I just, you know, I mean, it is what it is. You know, people fart. You know, talking about food, um, once. And farts. <laughs> One thing we always ask our guests is what their favorite 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 the the Jack Daniels in my uh, coffee cup is showing. Uh, what's your favorite tour food? Tour snack. Well, just it obviously depends on the the country you're in, you know, because maybe country. one thing that stood out to you. Um, that you always get when you're in that certain city or well, country. This, Pizza. That's where. That's what you get the most on any tour. You're gonna get more pizza than anything else. It's not your favorite. Um, it depends. It and dep- I heard you don't tour in Italy, which has the best pizza. Um, well, we 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 of course have, but no, America has the best pizza. What? Let's just hey world world. <laughs> I'm like I'm like hey world. Italian America here. has the best me? pizza. Period. No one's even close. Che cazzo. Listen. No. Italian Americans. Okay, you know, basically, you know. <laughs> Invented pizza. Help. Um, I'm sure there were kind of some versions of it. I don't. I don't know the whole history of it, so I, I could be speaking, you know, um, ignorantly. I guess you could say, but it doesn't matter who invented it. I don't care if it was invented in Norway. We have the best. Period. 
It is a fact. It's undeniable. And yeah, just because I said it's a fact. But you know what? I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. I can guarantee you there are a lot of people on our bus that totally agree. I'm looking at one right now. He knows. Pizza in America. We make the best pizza. Can you? It's just not even close. I challenge you to come visit me in Italy. I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I will show you the best pizza you have ever eaten. It is really good. There. Vicky's been there with me. It's really good. Look, I'm sure. Look, we've, And we've had good pizza there. And of course, we've had great food there. We've had great food in France and Germany and all the, all the places we played. It just depends on what it is. <clears throat> um, I mean, I'm just trying to think of a region that has like one thing that... Or in the U.S., what's well, the Well, okay, in the U.S., like, like for instance, if we play in Buffalo, everyone in me is like, we're getting chicken wings. Yeah. You know, we're going to get chicken wings from Lenovo or Duff's or someplace because you're not going to get better anywhere else. It's just, it's impossible. If you play in Baltimore or Maryland, where I'm from, Clam you're going to get crab, you're going to eat crab cakes. You're crab chowder is Boston. Oh, sorry. Crab yeah. cakes. Maryland crab cakes. Maryland blue crab. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you're from. Okay, I know I said fact because it can't be fact just because I said it, but in this podcast, whatever you say, crab is fact. cakes, you're not going to get better than, than in Baltimore, Maryland. It's just it's impossible. With Are Old you Bay, a Ravens oh. fan? Um, yes, but um, my team team is the Denver Broncos. There's a story. Oh, so long story. sorry for you. Well, yeah, thanks, Don Broncos. Oh, hey, we just signed two. <laughs> we just we just shored up the offensive line like nobody's business. I know. I know. Yeah. If anybody can fix, you know, Russell Wilson, it's Sean Payton. Concentrate on the running game, and then make him make let him make <laughs> a few big plays here and there. And I'm, and then this is this is turning into a football podcast. But that's what. That's but what but, I was this, but this is the truth, you know. You no. you know. Well, they're probably going to get rid of of. They're talking about trading Judy if they haven't already. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I, I haven't seen. Yeah, Jerry Judy. There, he's pretty much going to be gone, and maybe Cortland Sutton. So that's you know. Well, Tim Patrick's going to come back, and you know, I don't. I don't look. There, we could be here all day for this, but um, <laughs> I think it's it's a very fixable problem. You know, um, a lot of different factors. I don't think Nathaniel Hackett, the old coach, was ready to be a head coach. I don't think so at all. Mm -hmm. He just you know made stupid decisions when it came to then you clock had, management, yeah. certain things, and then they had to get a guy that was supposed to that help was, him manage things. Like what? Yeah, get out of here. You need to the head coach needs to be you know the foot down and. It's this way. Yeah, We're no matter it. what quarterback or whoever's there, he's the head there, coach. You know? yeah. And Russell Wilson, I think, has enough years left that they could Probably, get, it, yeah. get the ship right. I mean, I'm, well, obviously, I hope. It was weird that— um, But the Ravens, yeah. if they if Lamar Jackson goes there, they're fucked. You know, so— And trust <laughs> me, I, if the Ravens play anybody else, the Ravens are in the playoffs and the Broncos aren't, of course, I will root for the Ravens because I was born and raised in Baltimore. Mm. But um, it's interesting yeah. that you root for the Broncos when you're from Baltimore. Yeah, it's it's a long story, but you know we didn't. Yeah, you know, we didn't have football for a while, so you know the Colts left and whatnot, and the Colts were everything to Baltimore. I mean, you know, so also not a team that you would want to be rooting for right now. Who the Colts? Yeah. yeah, but I don't care about them. So I root against them. That's totally. Also a thing. Who are we against? Um, I don't know who. I don't like the Texans. Oh, yeah. We don't like the Patriots either. Yeah, no one likes them. Well, we, we hate them less now because they're not going to be good for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so now, we, now, we, now we truly out. hate with all our heart the Chiefs. Go away. And I hate them anyway just because they're division rivals. But Vicky now is a Cardinals fan because of Kenny. 
Well, there you go. I was a Cardinals like, fan before. I think whenever the Cardinals, she's, whenever Cardinals. she's drunk, she's like, I downloaded the ESPN app. I downloaded <laughs> now I know what football is and I, uh, how football's working. No, I'm really now a basketball fan. Of You're not. No sons. Sons. You're on the, on the bandwagon. Anyway, what sorry for the sports talk. Actually, <laughs> we've been talking for way too long. Because you probably well, you started the football I'm talk sorry. again. We can cut that out. It's just for me, myself, and I because I know I like talking about football. So I do know. Uh, last question, and that's one that I really want. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it because Vicky already teasered that I will love the answer. I was really appreciating your song choices oh. on the bus. So, what's your favorite? You have a favorite song that you blasted every night that <coughs> reminds you of home and. If I was being asked what your favorite tour song is, I would pick this one. But I, I don't know. Say, I don't I know the say title. It's my favorite. I just I just play it when I'm. Especially. Okay, well then hit us with. But, but listen, in general, when we're on tour, of course we will listen to some some metal, some yes. hardcore stuff, you know. But it's it's rare because what are we playing all night? What are we listening to all night? We're listening to metal, and so we get back. You want to get on bus and relax, so. That's when you break out well in Jennings and Merle Haggard and all the old country music, <laughs> the real country music, you know. And what there's there's a guy, Charlie Crockett, he's newer, he's great. Hank three. Of course, Hank three. Amazing. Country Heroes would be one of my favorite songs ever. We play Welcome to Hard Times when we're on stage. I did stage not expect that. <laughs> um, yeah, we play that, but you know, obviously John Denver. Some people argue what? John Denver folk or country, whatever, but fuck him. He's country. Kiss my ass. Um, but you know, country roads, you know. Take me home. That's you know. I always I play that one pretty much. You sang a different version of it the other other day. I'm not going to repeat what you sang, but oh it was yeah, a yeah. Very but I, well, because I can insert the city I live in to instead of you know West Virginia, I can insert the city I live in. Um, yeah. Off their heads, yeah. My man Ryan, I love you. Um, it's it a is. it's a punk band called Off Their Heads, but you got to pick. That's one. what I'm really drunk and really. You know, missing home, like, but but yeah, I mean, I listen to them anyway. Anytime. You gotta pick one song because the favorite tour song of our one guests song is for tour. The outro of the episode. Well, listen, right now, currently, because of this tour, "Welcome to Hard Times" has got to be it. It's Charlie Crockett. That's, That's the one that I was thinking you know? about. I love it. It is. I mean, if you listen to the song, it's just like, oh, it's your life right now. I sing it like I'll sing it to the kids when I'm on stage. Like you know, there's a part where it's like a din din. And I'll, I'll I'll tell the kids, and then I'll sing the I'll sing the lines, and then I'll throw out all the set lists and stuff. And they're probably like, "What the fuck is he even singing? What are they playing? What is this music?" You know, because they're all metalheads, you know. But I mean, there's a there's a bunch of metalheads that like you know country stuff. But dude, I love country stuff. I just love the old stuff or anything that is, you know, in line with like the the old the old you know is in more old old school influenced. I, I, the new the newer country music it, to me is. Like, all the new stuff is just pop it's music. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's real country music. stuff. It's, that's yeah, I'm just I'm just not into all that. You know, whatever. Do do what you do what you want to do. You They're making a lot of money. Into the new stuff. I, Super so I, I moved to Nashville not knowing a single soul. So I kind of adjusted to yeah. my surroundings because I was working in a studio there. And what we did was new kinds of country music. Every it was great working with all those amazing musicians, but the yeah. music was like that. So I kind of adjusted, but it's yeah. not what I. What I love. Well, there's a few songs that, you know, our, our sound guy, you know, Johnny Knobs, he 
some newer stuff that's maybe 90s-ish that I was like, all right, I begrudgingly, you know, became a fan and listened to it. You know, obviously, Hank 3 is later on and Charlie Crockett's later on. Mm. And I love them. But in general, I, I don't listen to anything unless it's in the 80s-ish or back. Because um, that's just, that's to me, that's what I grew up listening to when I was a kid. My, my father was a truck driver. My mother used to go out with him, and my birthday was in July, so they would let me go on the road with them sometimes. And I went to Florida, to Texas, and Alabama and shit, you know, on driving Alabama. down. Yeah, driving down. Yes, Alabama. Word. That's my mama's band right there, Alabama. She loves them. And oh. they played at SeaWorld a few years ago, and I bought her a shirt. You know, she couldn't go. I bought her a shirt, you know, so she loves Alabama. Um, great and, and, and listen, roll on that song. I play that all the time, too. We have a whole list. Like Johnny Knobs has his own like after hours cannibal oh, yeah. country list, and then and then I'll just you know pick a song, Whiskey Bent and Hellbound, Hank Jr. Oh. I love how that a lot is a of the, definite of one. The really like big metal guys, they just pick country songs. I love wow. that. <laughs> But there's, there's some relatable things, you know what I mean, in in, in some of those songs. So and just it's. It, You're just listening to rah, 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 all day long, all night long, and it's like, <coughs> yeah. I love, there's a lot of that I love, but when I'm on the road, when we're on the road, and just after the show, and we're just sitting down there, we just got that on, you know, low, and oh, it's the best. Oh, it's the best. Good times. Yep. Well, I just saw that uh, dinner is up. So we're going to send you to dinner. Oh, yeah, face. there you go. My stomach <laughs> is rumbling. Yeah, I'm dinner. dinner. I have some hungry. snacks for you. You got to take that yeah, back yeah. with you, the snack platter. We got all your favorites. We got M&M's. Oh, we it'll get, get eaten gummies. on the bus. There's just no doubt about it. And barbecue chips. Chris I mean, and Johnny Knobs will eat that whole thing. You can take the plate with you on the bus. It was a paper plate? Or is it? No, it's No, not. it's, it's well, a good. family. No, 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 that's good. It's been in my family for years. Decades. So you have to bring it back. I'm going to retrieve it in Hamburg. I'm never coming back. No, I'm coming gonna, to Hamburg, man. Hamburg. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but so you, you know can, what? That's man, that's no. He's packing that, this is, plate is, and is then leaving really for true? the U.S. Is that really true? Or is it just some plate you bought it? Like, no, it's you know. true. It's been in my family for... And no, do not leave it on our <laughs> bus. I think my no. great-grandma had it already. No, some expensive do not, stuff, too. Let me see. Listen to me right now. We're not like the biggest idiots in the Shit, world. It's Lily and Portugal, okay? This is actually really... We'll find the... Plastic we'll give you a plastic <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's way better. Seriously, I mean, you don't want to leave it no, on a bus. No, this is really expensive, and my great-grandma <clears throat> Yeah, no, you can't possibly leave it on a tour bus. Uh, no. Well, we're going to send you to dinner. We're going to pack that in some Tupperware for you. So you yeah, awesome. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> it was great having you. Thank you, George. Thanks for having me. I wish I could go on tour with you. Oh, I don't want to be here. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> don't say that because I'm here. You can't leave me again. I'm gonna take you on tour, and the cat. That's it. <laughs> you, me, and the cat. <laughs> That's all. And Kenny. And Kenny, but Kenny's already on the tour. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking your time. Are you ready? If you give Kenny the chance, choice. He'll be like, I'm out of here. Nine. Yeah. Yeah, we can't pay you because we don't earn anything. I'm not gonna pay you. <laughs> well, you can pay us. Naturals. Au naturel. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. much. We enjoyed it. We hope the tour is going to be over fast for you, so you can fly home. And that the, sh the shows are going to be awesome. The rest of the time yeah, is going to pass by. You're going to get a lot of sleep. Yeah, wow. that's what I do need. A lot of hours in a row. I, I need really to start listening to Kenny when he says, "Go to bed, asshole." For sure. If you want, we can text you every night. Go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> it's time to go to bed. Set your reminder. 
our, our, our guitar tech baby face says there's nothing good happening after four o'clock. True. Four in the morning. And it's like. Two. Four. Bag. Come on, George can't have two. That's just, there's no way. It, there, I, by that, by by four, I've had enough drinks. There's by nothing four? interesting. If you drink happening. faster, you will be done by two. <laughs> that's true. Well, I don't Probably know. That's no, bad advice. No, listen. Yeah, <laughs> that's when it how comes I to this, it. this, you are talking to the biggest knucklehead drinker of all time. Me? Like me, <laughs> I will. Yeah. You do enjoy check Daniels. I will drink a lot and not go to bed when I should and stay up a lot later than I should and miss time that I could be out doing some stuff. Just let's put it that way. But went to Disney. Went to Disney Paris, got up. I was up for pretty much anybody. I was ready to go. You were still up. Probably. And we were kind of up late, too, because that we were is, trying to work out getting buying the tickets and everything. I ended up, you know, able to get them and whatnot. You did a great job. Yeah. yeah, made it happen. I'm really jealous that you guys get to go to get to Disney together. We that was the only time. You know, Kenny yeah. and me, we missed it. It happens. I was sitting But at we, home. Kenny wasn't through with vlogging ball. I will say that was the greatest day off I ever had on tour. Aww. Same. I mean, really? like, I, we got off that bus. Once we finally got the bus parked and everything, and we started walking, and we got into Disney, and we walk, walked in, like, all right, where are we going? I didn't think about that bus, this tour, nothing. No offense to anybody, you know. Everything's been great. The crowds have been years. great. The fans have been great. The bands have been great. Everyone's cool. But take your mind off But everything. But, man, I didn't think about I did not think about that, that bus for one second while I was there. Right when we were leaving... When you're walking through the gates, right before you get there, Mickey is up on this little thing, and he's waving to the crowd, and they're playing the celebration song, whatever it is. The you know, I don't know what the hell song it is, but they're playing this song, and he's waving goodbye. And I remember when I walked past him, I was like, totally sad. I, I was like, damn it, that's back how, to this tour. That's how I picture. Like you're the singer of Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> you scream on stage. You head bang. You always wear black, and you're like this. Big, like intimidating also when you're on stage, dude. And then the pictures of you that I have oh, yeah. is you and Disney, you and Kenny um, meeting Santa at the mall and taking pictures, sitting on Santa's lap. That's, that's, that, that, that's and so Santa's cool. that's sitting like on your lap. By the way, that was the best Santa Claus ever. He ruled. I love those He was pictures. awesome, man. You know? He's a Cannibal Corpse fan. That's awesome. It, yeah, I mean, they, they were, the people that were there were. They were just like, they figured it out and then... They were like, you know, they hooked us up. So they hooked good. us up. I mean, hey, look, that's the thing people ask me about my Instagram. It's like I didn't purposely go. You know, I did not sit down with, they say with Stacy, with my wife, and go, all right, here's how I'm going to make my Instagram. We made my Instagram. Johnny Knobs made the Instagram. He's like, you got to get Instagram. You got to do Instagram. We were in Russia, you know, the tour that basically we only played half the shows. Um, And I made it, and then Johnny's like, hey, let's pull out some pictures, you know, like five pictures, and we'll post these five pictures. And then, you know, here's, here's what you can do. Just take pictures around here and doing this and that. And I was like, all right. And, you know, for the longest time, I had, you know, I had steady flow of followers and whatever. But it wasn't like I sat around and said, okay, I need to reinvent who I am and post pictures of me holding stuffed animals. Or something. No. 
we went to jump to Walmart and I won like 10 stuffed animals. I was like, take a picture of this. This would be cool. People will find this, you know, because it, it is different than what people ex would yeah, expect from me. The picture they know. But it was not like it was a plan to change how people viewed me or the band or anything. It just happened. And now, like yesterday, they threw like five stuffed animals on stage. They do that now because there of those pictures? One of them was a bear this yeah, big and a, and a, a unicorn Pegasus. Show. Johnny Knobs took the Pegasus. Johnny Knobs, can I have the, can I have the unicorn? A Pegasus. Yeah, unicorn. <laughs> it was a big one. It's like this. Look, it's like this big. And he said, like, can I use it? I'm going to use it as a pillow. So it's in his bunk. And he used it for a pillow. So now, your best has to be full with stuffed animals. I've got a bunch. Stuffies. I've got a bunch. Yeah. There's some that I'm taking home because my daughters like know some of the, the characters. <laughs> and if I can figure it out. We were thinking about maybe trying to get a hold of some kind of like place where they would take donations, and I'll just yeah, take them there stuff. somewhere in England, maybe or something, because that's near the end of the that's the end yeah, of the tour. Yeah, you can fly it home, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, some things I'm going to. I'm, I want to pack my thing up, and you know, mm -hmm. but but I think it's like the bigger ones. It's like you know, if anyone's listening, not the bigger ones, please. <sighs> like small keychains. Well, chain just because it's just, how am I going to get them home? And, and of course, if I get them home, I will donate them to my daughter's my daughter's uh, old elementary school. They uh they they do a thing with the, with the kids and they have an autistic um section of the school for yeah. the, for autistic kids and we donate you know and I have probably at my house right now four trash bags full of stuffed animals we have yet to donate wow. that I wanted all these different claw machines on tour or at the Walmart down the street from my house but going back to the Instagram real quick yeah I didn't it wasn't just like like I said it wasn't some like you know sit around and make a you know a plan. To do things, it's just it's what I do. It's who I am. I I go to Bush Gardens. I win these big stuffed animals. I'm like a big kid, you know. It's authentic. I love. Yeah, I, I it's, like it's that. Just, it's me. It, it's, it is me. Like Anyone who knows off. me knows it's me. You know, it's not just like stage picture pictures of you looking cool. It's like yeah. what you do on a day to day basis. I just put different things in. Animals. I actually <laughs> got to post the, the picture of me on stage because I I told uh, yeah, I, I got Chris our drum tech to. Take a picture of me holding the stuffed animals up, mm -hmm. and then all the kids in the back. That's what the one kid's like trying to. Yeah, get the one you talked about. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I'll, I'll post that. I mean, it's just funny. There's, there's, it's you know, Chris and me made some pictures at uh, at Disney. I'm gonna post these eventually. Yeah, I got some from Vicky too. Well, we we wanted to do like something you guys funny. Were having a great we time. wanted to do something funny, so Chris is like, take some pictures of me like this. Like I'm just <laughs> like being a, grab, a grumpy kid, you know. So me and him started taking pictures together. I was, I was just like, like we're not having a good time. <laughs> and then we were going to post a collage of it, you know. Amazing. And then there's a little, a small snippet video of us on the teacups. Because we, we got on the teacups. <laughs> we got on the teacups. And everybody's and baby like. Babyface wouldn't get on the teacups. Why? They had the best. Who knows? Um, so we're looking forward to your Disney pictures and we're definitely going to share them on our profile too. Yes, and, and we're looking forward. I probably have to share the Santa pics as well. We did already when we had the episode with Kenny, but it's a banger. Yeah. Gotta repeat that. Oh, good. You gotta People see the Christmas them. card that, that I made, that we had made. Well, with Jamie Josta and me. Jamie Josta. Yeah, there was a Christmas card we made. <laughs> it has Have a Corpse Grinder Christmas. I, so there's a wreath that I have hanging in my house, Christmas. And I put it over my head. It, it actually fit around my neck. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I put a Santa hat on and we took a picture. Aww. My daughter edited some of it. And then he had his editing guy, Jamie, had his editing guy do this font over it. And we made some some like Christmas cards out of it. Um, and we signed a few of them and sent them out. But in general, uh, I think there's maybe doing more of them somewhere in the future. Wow. 
Because I love Christmas. Please That's another thing, too. You love Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> I put up all my own lights. I, you know, I mean, we decorate the house. I mean, all kind of... I send Kenny pictures all the time. We went on this U.S. tour last year with Dark Funeral. The day that we left, we left at like 1230. Like, well, technically, it was the next day, but like it was the first of, uh, of November. That whole day, I got up and I decorated the hell out of... like. Outside of my house. I love that. I also love how you guys and then got on the, the and then bus. got on the tour bus that night and left. I showed the Connie Christmas the pictures spirit. of the tour bus. Oh, oh. you decorated. Oh yeah, me and Kenny decorate the inside of the tour bus. Yeah, no, come on, man. And we have a saying: if you don't like Christmas, fuck you. <laughs> Pretty much it. The grown-up right. version of of go somewhere if you don't like Christmas. Well, anyway. You're in the right place because we also love. I do oh, yeah, love Christmas man. now. Come on, it's about your friends and your family. I mean, you could be with about other things if that's what you're into. Not, I don't. I can tell anybody what they should be celebrating about, but to me, it's about being with my friends, my family. You know, that's why. Like, Absolutely. as much as I don't like to tour around the Christmas time, if I do, me and Kenny are out just buying stuff, and you know, you can you can find you know there could be a Target in one city and a Target in another city, and you'll find totally different stuff. You are a Target pro. Oh, yeah. Target, Walmart, yeah. <laughs> Walmart has the claw machines. That's why I love Walmart. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, I think dinner. This interview could never end. I mean, I can <laughs> no, talk like, all day long. You should know this. You know, we would like limit ourselves mm -hmm. to like an hour usually because then I'm like sitting there like cutting and doing I like, broke the record. Yeah, because you, at some point Connie's like, get, you know what? I'm cutting this episode now and I fucking hate your voice. I hate our guest <laughs> like, voice and I hate, hate my own voice. voice. We have to live at the time. And I'm like, okay. I, I would never listen to this because when I hear myself talking, I'm like, oh, you that's what you it? sound like? You have to listen to it. I can listen to myself. I can just make you sound like, really like, I can just sing the death metal all day long and no problem. Listen to that. And I'm like, fuck yeah. But when I hear myself talking normally, I'm like, Ugh. I can no, edit you have a nice voice. I like it. It's raspy. Mm. It's very, very good. Good voice. So okay, now your right, yeah. you're okay. going to get some schnitz or whatever the arena offers you tonight. I hope it's going to be banging. I think it's going to be banging. I hope and your head is going to be banging tonight. And my we'll head watch. is going to be banging so hard in George's too. And uh, I'm going to sling some merch with my my future hubber. I'm going to be drinking. Yay. Connie's going to be drinking. Well, George, thank awesome. you so much for, for being thank here you. and for this very yeah, special and no intimate talk. I loved it. And I'll see you on stage yep. just a little bit. And everybody's playing, boys and girls, women, children, me and you. The dice are loaded. Oh, by the way, do you want to know why this podcast sounds as awesome as it does? Because our friends from Austrian Audio hooked us up with some pro-level studio equipment. Headphones, mics, pop filters. Handmade in Vienna, Austria, by the way. Austrian Audio, making passion heard. One more thing, um, people keep asking us what they can do to support our podcast. The best way you can support our little project is by following us on our social media accounts such as Instagram and Facebook and uh, TikTok. You can also listen to our podcast on Spotify or on Apple Music, so make sure to give us a five-star review on there too.